What is your goal in life? What is your purpose for life? What are you really living for? I'm sure those thoughts have come across your mind. It's amazing when we're young and teenagers and we take life a moment at a time, a day at a time, and we're so excited about anything that comes along and look forward to living a long, full life. We almost feel like uh, we'll never die as a teenager. And somewhere though, in those teenage years, as we get through uh, high school and start those college years, we really start asking those tough questions. Who am I? Where am I from? Where am I going? What is life really all about? Now, when we begin to answer that question, what is life really all about? There's really only one conclusion that we should come to, and that is life is all about worshiping and glorifying the God who created us. It really is. What is the goal of the Christian life? The Bible teaches us in the book of Romans that God has predestined us to be conformed to the image of His Son. That means to be like Jesus, to reflect in the world and to the world around us Jesus Christ and His character, and His love, His grace, His mercy, even His justice, that sense of justice that we saw Jesus exhibit when He walked on planet Earth for three and a half years. Yes, we're to be like Jesus. Another word for that is godliness. Over and over in the epistles, the writers of the New Testament that God used by the Holy Spirit to give us the Word of God, they were encouraging us to live a life of godliness, God-likeness. Now, so our goal is to be like Christ, to be perfect, Jesus said, as our Father in heaven is perfect, to live a life that has a light that shines to the world around us. And uh, as we have been studying these last couple days in 1 Timothy chapter 4, he says in verse 7, have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. In other words, don't, don't live your life following uh, futile, vain things that uh, really make for nothing. But he says, rather train yourself for godliness. So how do you obtain godliness, God-likeness? Uh, how do you obtain that goal to being like Christ? And what happens when this takes place is you begin to be free, free to do what you ought to do. Uh, you know, I always uh, look at someone that plays the piano well, like a Josiah Sprinkle and some other young people I've known over the years, and man, they can sit at that piano, and I go, wow, wouldn't I like to sit down at that piano and just my fingers run across those keys and beautiful music come out. Wouldn't that be awesome just to be free to play the piano like that, to be able to perform like that? Uh, you know, it didn't just happen for Josiah because I can remember him practicing and practicing and practicing and disciplining himself and practicing for hours and hours. So the guy that wins the gold medal, yeah, he disciplines himself. He went through hours and hours and hours of discipline time that he would set aside to train himself to be free to obtain the gold in his life, to win the gold medal or whatever it might be. And so when you keep your eye on the gold, the disciplines, the disciplines, instead of being drudgery, become a delight because you can see what's going to happen when you get there. 
living like Christ, the peace of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. Now we're talking about the spiritual disciplines that we find in the Bible that release us to be like Christ. Train yourself for godliness. Prepare yourself. The word discipline comes, the Greek word is, that's where we get our word gym, train, gym, gymnasia. That's the word gym. Go to the gym, train yourself, prepare yourself for the sake of godliness. We're going to be talking about that again tomorrow, but I want to encourage you today. Put yourself in the way of God's grace by disciplining yourself through the word of God, through prayer, through worship, through serving the Lord, and oh, what a difference it can make in your life. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.